What's up? What's up with it? You're listening to the Bad Cow Podcast, where no cow is too big and no beef is too small. I'm your host, Lindsay May Be Bad. This show features adult content and adult language, so listener discretion is advised. I want you to do it to me, baby. What's up? What's up with it, everybody? Welcome to the Bad Cow Podcast Show. First things first, before we get started, I just want to say thank you to the returning listeners who came back, the new listeners who stopped by. You both chose to have me in your speakers today, and I really appreciate it. As always, I hope you enjoy today's badness. Here we go. All right, so today we are going to talk about two shows that I have come across in my Women Wednesday series that I want to share with you guys. Two that are totally different in their content, in their style, in their hosts. Everything is just, it's kind of different, all different points on the spectrum, right? Um, And I like that because I think it's important to remain open to different things, to things we're not familiar with, to things that we wouldn't normally choose on our own, along with things that really pique our interest. It's it's important to feed both, just to keep balance. Um, So that's what we're going to do today. The first show I want to talk about is Speak On It With Raven. That is what the title of the show is. It's called Speak On It With Raven. And I love this lady's show for a few reasons. Um, first of all, she's in California. Wish they all could be California girls. Right? California girls are the shit. Um, including her. Uh, so she's in California. <laughs> she's been doing the podcast for roughly about the same time I have been. I, I believe when I looked at her episode playlist, she's got quite a few. Um, And what I love, the first thing I love about her episodes, as we all know, because I struggle with ADHD, almost all of her episodes are less than 10 minutes long. So it makes it really easy to binge, right? You just sit there and listen. Before you know it, you're through five episodes, which is awesome. I love short and sweet. And that's exactly what hers are, even if they were bigger in length, because her shows are all positive shit. For those of you that have been with me from the beginning, I'm not always super positive, If anything, I might make light of some really negative things, but that's about it, right? I just like to complain and bitch and moan. That's like my thing. I try to do it in a funny way so I can at least get a chuckle out of everybody, you know. She's so not like that. She is super positive. And the best thing about it is is she has a really great voice that just relaxes you almost instantly. Um, She's got a really even-paced rhythm to her speaking style, which is another great thing that makes it easy to listen to. A lot of her episodes are positive affirmations that you can listen to in the beginning of the day, telling you about self-love. And I just love her her perspectives and, and how she delivers the message she's trying to get across for the day. Um, self-love was a series she was doing for a quick second. And I love, let me hang on. You know, I was prepared. I had notes, but my computer freaking went black because I wasn't giving it enough attention. And now I got to sign back in real fast. So hang tight. No, McAfee. I could care less if my shit has some viruses. Okay. So her series on self-love gives affirmations for the audience. And I love just the way she phrases things. One of the ways she said was, and and what's great about this is it's not just all cornball stuff that we hear some, you know, Dalai Lama type wannabe person saying. It's things that you could actually relate to, which is always appreciated. Am I right? I always am. Um, And she talks about, The hardest challenge is to be yourself, where everyone is trying to make you be somebody else. And how many of us have struggled with that show of rhetorical hands? 
right? A lot of us, almost all of us. Most of us struggle with trying to be ourselves, especially in a world that's trying to get us to fit and conform at all sides, right? Like social media, our social lives in person, our family. We're all kind of trying to be scaffolded into what's acceptable. And that can be really frustrating. It can be really uh, oppressing and it can it can really take you to some dark places. Um, so I liked that she said that. And I also liked this quote she said about and these were her words. Her words were, it is a privilege and an adventure to discover our own special light. I love that. Because it really is. It's a privilege to live in a society where, although they might be trying to hammer you into some mold that they feel is easier to digest. You know, in the United States, we do live in a quote-unquote free country. Although we have our problems just like anywhere else, for the most part, freedom of expression is definitely encouraged. And I, I like that she said that it was a privilege because in a lot of places in the world, that's not the case. There's places in the world where women got to dress like freaking beekeepers and shit. And they're not allowed to drive. They're not allowed to go to school. And I mean, in here, we should totally take advantage of the fact that we have that privilege and, and look at it as such. It is. It's totally a privilege. I've never seen it like that until I heard her show. And that's what I like about her, her style because... Within six minutes of the episode, she's able to kind of just calm you with just her introduction and her voice. Very, like, soft, smooth voice. Um, she calms you right the hell down, takes you out of whatever maybe anxious situation you might be in for the moment. Or if you're driving on your way to work, she could just kind of take the way the <clears throat> we feel in traffic and or wherever else we might be at home with the kids, whatever the case may be. Um, so she does that. Instant calm. Then she has a way of relating to you within one line of the show. You know, talking about how we need to, to not lose ourselves and how that is one of the hardest challenges we'll have to face in our lives is just to be ourselves. And then she just puts her words together so gracefully that it just kind of turns a light on in your head that you didn't even know was there. Um, another great thing I really like about this woman's show, anyone who has kids in the audience... Unless you're weird or you're drugging them at night and giving them too much NyQuil or something, you'll know that bedtime can be a bit of a freaking challenge, can it not? But she does bedtime stories. Some of her episodes are just for bedtime stories, which I love because I need my kid to shut the hell up and go to bed, you know? Don't we all? And she just does these really cute little bedtime stories that help relax your children. Um, it was, it's just that calming, but it's not very long. It's not like it, 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 you just drift off to sleep and then you have this thing playing in your ear for forever. It's, it's a concise story that achieves its, you know, goal of calming you down. And then you're able to just drift on to sleep. You and your child, which is, I mean, ah, parents all over should appreciate that. Um, and she, she even ends every episode with something like love your little ones because they need you as much as we need them. And I like that she highlights that because as a parent, you kind of feel like, and, and rightfully so, you should be devoting the majority of the things that you do to your children. You chose to have them, give them the best that you can. But some of us always end up feeling like we come up short. Almost all parents that have a conscience, if you're any good at being a parent and you actually do care about your kids, you always feel like you could have done better or you didn't do enough. And that's normal. To me, that's how you can show yourself that you are a good parent because you want the best for your kids. And sometimes we feel like we're not able to give all that. And I like that at the end of her episodes, she just reminds you of that really quick. 
you both need each other to use the time wisely that you have with your kids because tomorrow's never guaranteed. So just live life and relax and have positive feelings and emotions towards yourself. Treat yourself well. Um, I really, really enjoyed her show. I got to talk with her a few times over Messenger, and she's just a totally down-to-earth person who I think was in a moment when I reached out to her of just needing a little bit of encouragement. Because you know how people, as easy as I might make this look, any kind of content creation, especially when the feedback is virtually non-existent, it can be tough to keep going. It's hard to keep yourself motivated to keep on this journey that you're not sure is going to go anywhere. You're not sure if anybody's going to listen or hear you. And if they do, it's even less of a chance that they actually reach out and say, hey, I like Joe shit, you know? So I'm glad I could do that for her because I think anybody in this field, if, unless you're Joe Rogan, you need that occasionally. It's nice to hear and I'm glad I could have been that for somebody. So I really encourage you, especially if you have kids, to check out her show. And I also encourage you, especially if you just need somebody to take you out of your anxious mental space that you might be in throughout the day, please check out Speak On It With Raven. You won't regret it. It's an awesome show. What's up? What's up with it? Okay, so for those of you who are new here, this is the part of the show where I insert a sponsored ad for my podcast platform, Anchor by Spotify telling you how great they are for anyone who is thinking of starting a podcast. But fuck that. Let me explain. Anchor by Spotify offers paid sponsorships for shows that reach a certain amount of listeners. They call it an ambassador ad, and it pays dick. And not the good dick. It's that limp, soft dick that leaves you feeling used and unsatisfied. Then they really make you feel like a hoe when they tell you that your ad expired because you reached too many listeners. What the fuck? That's when they tell you try different monetization strategies, like asking your listeners to pay for subscriptions. How thoughtful of them, right? (laughs) Don't worry. I am not going to ask my audience to foot the bill in this fuckery. Because you see, whether or not my show is heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or anywhere else, my hosting platform still gets promotion whether I have some asshat ambassador ad or not. So if this is the standard set by the industry, then think of me as a podcast pioneer who refuses to make pimping easy for these corporate bastards. Instead, I think I'll just shit on them in every episode I publish until I decide on a different platform to host from. (laughs) As always, thanks for listening and uh, let's get back to the show. All right, the next show I want to shed some light on for you guys today is called Neuroscience Amateur Hour and it's hosted by a researcher named Barbara who knows her shit, okay? Dang it. And she even drops a couple F-bombs amidst her brilliance. So (laughs) couldn't have, you know, said it any better myself, girl. Loving it. I like when smart people just let out a good occasionally, especially when they just drop it randomly amongst all their really ridiculously big vocabulary, which at sometimes she struggles with on a few shows. But that's another reason why she's just more likable. So neuroscience is the science of your brain. Just for everybody who wasn't aware. Okay. I don't think I really knew the technical term for it for a long time. I just knew I was brain studying. That's what I always considered it. So one of my favorite pastimes was I love just to do some passive research about the brain. I like learning about new studies about the effects and impacts of our environment on the brain, about how our brain affects and impacts our lives and the decisions we make, obviously. Um, I didn't really develop this fascination until after my stint with drugs and substance abuse definitely had an impact on my brain, right? Right. 
Um, so I've just for the past few years, I've been really pretty obsessed. Like if I was a dude, brain research would totally give me a heart on. I think I even told <laughs> the host of this show that in a message I sent her to let her know I was going to be reviewing her show. I was like, dude, the brain and neuroscience just give me such a girl boner. Good job, Lindsay. Way to sound smart. Um, but it does. I'm just fascinated. I like learning about the the things you can do to heal your brain, to make your brain sharper, different games you can play, different things you can do throughout the day, exercising, vitamins, all that shit. I love all of it. And that's what she dives into. She delves into a bunch of different aspects and ways you can look at the brain or things you can research about the brain. And although she's using a lot of big vocabulary and, and things that might just go right over your head like they do mine, she also breaks it down into a very understandable format to really grasp what it is that she's uh, sharing about the topic. First one that caught my eye was when she did about octopus, octopi, octo, whatever. There's a couple different uh, ways to say that group in plural. But octopus are amazing. They got nine fucking brains, okay? So she talks all this, all these studies and, and talks about all these research teams and different people that have tried to study octopus and how amazing they are and how incredible they are, how they can fit into all these tiny spaces. They can really outsmart humans, instances where they were able to aim water at the lights and short circuit the entire building and, and all the electrical. So one lab had to just, you know, call it quits with studying them because they just couldn't afford it, basically, with all the repairs they were having to do. Like octopus are amazing. And she kind of delves into how their brains work and how all of their body parts can basically be independent of themselves, not just in their movement, but in their actions and their way of thinking, because there's nine damn brains in there. Ridic. Um, and then she did an episode about Phineas Cage, who was this guy who took a freaking metal rod all the way through his brain and still ended up living and having a life afterwards. Like, he didn't die. He didn't have a stroke. He was able to walk and talk and carry on. He did have a lot of behavior changes, which is something that has fascinated, you know, scientists to this day. Then she did another episode about medications. And she did another, or no, not medications, excuse me. She did an episode about shrooms and illicit drug use. And in the beginning, she kind of, does a disclaimer about her own prejudices when it comes to drugs. I'm kind of glad she did that because most people have them. And just be honest. I mean, as a, as a drug addict, like, that's okay, girl. I'm glad you just admit it instead of pretending to be so open and accepting and then talking shit behind our back. Like, I'm glad that she stated that because it shows to me how honest her research probably is. Because research is supposed to be just that. It's supposed to be a very unbiased process where you gather all the information that you can find and allow the audience or whoever you're presenting it to to come to their own conclusions about it, to form their own opinion. There's a lot of problems with how data is presented to the public nowadays, and it's misinterpreted. Um, and that's frustrating because data can be very useful. I mean, it's sodium useful. People are buying it and selling it. Um, but when it's used incorrectly, that's shitty. And by her stating her bias in the very beginning of that episode and then proceeding with what she's found as far as the negatives the positives the pros and cons and all of that to me that just shows that her research can be trusted because admitting the bias within yourself is not a problem acting like it's not there and then conducting your research with it that's a big no-no what the hell who are you helping nobody so i really like that she did that she has a very clear sound to her podcast there's like no background noise she's talking about she needs to get a microphone on her podcast like that's what she's saving up for if enough people help her out with it she's gonna get a microphone girl i don't think you need one you sound perf right to me at least and she's very consistent with the style of her show she has a very uh it's not a rigid format i would say because like i said some are 
she she kind of laughs about the times when she can't pronounce a word right and every once in a while drops that good old F-bomb, a favorite word. But for the most part, it's a very well-thought-out infrastructure to how her show is. Um, her intro's the same and her outro's the same every time. She gives very clear, not instructions, but just clear other ways where you can reach her outside of the show, which I kind of like copied on my show, just so you know. If you guys are paying attention at all, like I have now recorded a standard intro and a standard outro because Barbara did it and it sounded great. I just really like her show. I'm not sure what she's, but she's a smarty, okay? I really think if you're somebody who enjoys the scientific aspect of things, you're going to love this show. She did, I think, two seasons. Her last one was in October of 2022, and I hope that's not a sign of her not continuing it because, like I said, I loved it. I would love to hear her do one about gambling and how that, uh, how that correlates with the brain because I'm just asking for a friend. <laughs> no, again, her, her show is called Neuroscience Amateur Hour. If you're into that shit, that's the shit you should listen to. I love hers. I think I, uh, I know I binged one night. I just loved it. Almost every episode left me like, oh, it's over already. I need more. <laughs> I really think you guys are going to enjoy it. Um, and she does have a lot of different avenues. You can reach her and support her show. And don't forget to check out Speak On It With Raven as well. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed today's show. Women rule. And those two shows that I just gave you, they're two women that I think you should check out and you won't regret it. They're awesome. One day we want to learn, I would listen to Barb. If the other day we just want to hear some great things that make us feel good, listen to Raven, okay? All right, everybody, that about wraps it up for today. We got another one in the books. Thank you again so much for your listening support. I can't tell you how much it means to me. If you ever want to shout me out or come see what else I'm up to when I'm not in your speakers, feel free. I'm on Instagram at Bad Cow Podcast, Facebook on Bad Cow Podcast Show. And if you ever want to reach me directly, you can do so at badcowpodcastshow at gmail.com. Look forward to hearing from you. See you next time. Bye.